This is the Gospel of Kennison. Hey, welcome to the Gospel of Kennison. This is episode 104, brought to you the week of July 26, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. And this is the personal audio journal of me. Uh, special thanks to Zane Estrada, by the way, for your patronage and all of the patrons who have been so patient between this and the last episode. Um, I'll be honest, GOKs are hard to do when you're down and I'm definitely in a down, um, mode right now. You might not be able to tell from the other podcasts that I'm doing currently, but, um, you can't judge my mood by the sudden surge of energy that I get right before that story show or a, um, red school bus episode. Um, you don't get to hear the struggle that I have getting ready and prepared for those shows, uh, and how I have to talk myself into it. I don't like podcasting when I'm down and I haven't been doing it because of that, but I figured it might be, well, first of all, it's not fair to be collecting um, income on a podcast I'm not doing through Patreon. But secondly, and most importantly, um, I figured people might actually want to hear the down James. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's going to sound like a lot of complaining, like a lot of an old man telling you about all his aches and pains because, uh, it's, it's not, there's nothing, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff going on around me, but I don't feel very good about any of it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we went, um, on vacation recently. Uh, as a matter of fact, right before Narthex con, we took a family trip for a week down to Florida. We went to universal studios and islands of adventure. And, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. But I spent a lot of the time in the room playing Minecraft, which is pretty much what I've been doing for about a month is playing Minecraft. Minecraft is the is the game I play when I'm like when I when I need ultimate distraction. Like when movies won't do it, when cuz movies require too much attention to be paid but but don't require enough action to keep you engaged. But Minecraft seems to be the thing I play when I'm the lowest. And, uh, I just put it down the other day. So I'm definitely not at my lowest point in this low period. And if you're just tuning in, I'm James. Hi. And I suffer from bipolar depression and anxiety. And it's a pain in the butt. And it, it, uh, it's a life ruiner. It really is. It's just because you, you can't be consistent and you don't feel like doing anything. And a lot of times you can't do anything. And when you do do things, it robs you of energy to do other things. And it makes your wife nervous to talk to you about stuff. It makes your kids feel 
Like they're putting you out to ask for normal things. And I hate it. But vacation was fun. <laughs> we uh, we stayed at a hotel on campus or whatever, on site, and therefore uh, got front-of-the-line passes for the entire trip. That's something Disney doesn't do, but Universal does. So if you ever get a chance to go to Universal and you get to stay at Hard Rock Cafe or, or um, the other one, I can't remember what it's called now, uh, Portofino, Portofino Resort. If you get a chance to stay there, you get passes that you can use um, all the time. There's no limits, and you can get to the front of the line. And it was five days of that. That was pretty darn awesome. Easily the the best family vacation we've been on. But um, I had limited energy, and I was there as much as I could be. But uh, like the last day, I didn't even go. I just stayed at the hotel and played Minecraft in the lobby. Um, so I haven't progressed on pro, pro, had any progress on any of my projects because I've been playing Minecraft. My project being my St. Louis flag that I'm making from wood. The wood is all textured, ready to go. Um, I, we even cleaned the basement, which is my workshop, got a bunch of trash out of there. And when I say trash, it's not like it was full of trash. It's just, everything ends up in the basement, you know, everything that you want to get rid of everything that that's eventually going to make it out to the dumpster, like a futon or, uh, a, an old craft table or something. It all ends up in the basement. So we got all that crap out of there. Crap's a better word than, than trash. And, uh, there's actually room to move around in there. We vacuumed with a shop vac, got a lot of the sawdust and stuff up. And, um, you know, so it's ready for me when I'm, when I'm feeling up to it. Um, it's going to be a good project when it's done. I'll make sure I post pictures and things like that. But I finally got rid of, I finally got sick of Minecraft like yesterday or the day before where I was just, you know, chin deep into this mod pack and I had done all of this stuff and I, had, you know, I was just determined that I was going to uh, meet all of the quest requirements and I was nearly there and then just suddenly like a light switch, I realized that I wasn't accomplishing anything, that I was simulating accomplishment. And it really turned me off to the whole thing. And I'm like, what can I be doing with my time that, that actually does accomplish something? And I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. I guess hitting record today <laughs> is, is partially that, um, Man, I just wish life was easier because I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to this as normal. Sitting down here in my room in front of my computer, spending most of my day finding something to do, 
down here in this hole. It's a nice hole, but it's it's my place that I go. And, you know, there's some days I don't go outside all day. And my life and people's expectations of me have molded around that idea to the point that folks don't expect anything from me. And so I'm not letting people down. And so I don't feel like, or or what I'm going through doesn't feel as bad because it's just me feeling it instead of other people having to be, you know, put out or disappointed by my behavior. And because of that, um, it starts to feel more okay. And, and, and then passes into being norm, my normal. But when I think about my life before depression and the energy that I had and the drive that I had, it, it makes me feel absolutely horrible because I am so far from that, so far from normal or what used to be normal. And really what's bringing this about is my wife wants to do um, a little vacation. We have some free, you know, f- flyer miles things with Southwest or something like that. And she, we can fly anywhere in America, um, anywhere Southwest flies for free and blah, blah, blah. So we're, you know, she's wanting to, to do a vacation, just me and her. And we haven't done that since our 20th wedding anniversary. Um. And and the problem is I don't want to go. I love her. I want to spend time with her. I will enjoy being alone with her and, you know, that this, that, and the other. But planning it has been very stressful for me. I've basically told her to treat it like a wedding, like our wedding. Because in our wedding, I had an opinion that I, opinions here and there that I would toss out. And, and we would have these big fights over stupid things. And and I I realized at one point, and it may have been even after the wedding, <laughs> it may have been advice I gave other people, but you just shut up as the groom and you let the bride make all the decisions because it's her day. It, you just need to show up and do a certain amount of things. And that's kind of what I've done with the vacation is baby, this is your vacation. I'm just, just treat it like a wedding. You pick everything out. You just tell me where to be and I'll be there. And that's what I'm talking about, about what, what has become normal because I don't want to go. I, I would rather spend time here with her and, and go out local and sleep in my own bed and not have to get on a plane and not have to go to a beach and not have to um, feel like that People are hating me because they're having to serve me, you know, because when you go on vacation and you, you know, you go to a resort or something like that, people, I always think that the waiters, waiters and waitresses hate you. And, um, so she, so she's got it finally, you know, to where she's not going to ask me anything about the, the deal. 
Um, she's just going to tell me the decisions she's made. And I, and I hate that too, because it's like, I should want to go. I, I should be excited. She even made a point and not in a butt way, just, just, you know, as, cause I was explaining to her how, I, how bad I feel about the way I'm feeling about this. And she says, yeah, the tables have definitely turned because it used to be you that wanted to go and do theme parks and this and that and the other. And and I was the one that wanted to chill. And now she wants to do all the stuff and I want to chill. And, uh, you know, you could say, well, James, there's nothing wrong with you wanting a chill vacation and your wife wanting one that's full of activities and stuff. That's, that's normal, but it's not my normal. It's not, it has become, but it's not who I am. Not really. Not when I'm myself, when I'm myself, I'm, I'm Superman freaking creative and can't stop me. Can't hold me back. I'm doing stuff. I'm writing songs. I'm designing things and wood and, and building stuff and working and, home improvements and things like that. Maybe not as exciting as I just said it, but I do those kind of things when I'm up. But at least I'm still podcasting, so it hasn't affected... It hasn't affected that. But I feel like crap. Just all the time. It's hard to shower. That's always one of the first things. My sleep has been really jacked up. Like I get really, really tired. And I do go to bed. And I lay there for two and three and a half hours. Four and a half hours. Sometimes the sun rises and I'm just laying there with my eyes closed and every half an hour, I rotate from my back to my side, from my side to my stomach, from my stomach to the other side. And I just kind of rotate around as the hours pass. And when I look up once in a while and, and I see the sun rising, I'm just, I, I want to cry. Because I know that eventually sleep will come. Because it's, it's stress-related, I think. I'm not a doctor. But it's like, I know I need to go to sleep so I can have a normal day, and so my brain won't shut down and let me. But then once the sun rises, it's like, oh, the pressure's off now. Your day's screwed up. Now you can sleep for a little bit. And so you wake up at 3 p.m., Sleep schedules is always the first thing that depression jacks with. But I get up, I set an alarm, I get up at 9, I get up at 10. I stay awake all day, forcing myself. I go to bed at a decent time, and it just happens all over again. You'd think, you'd, you'd think it was just because I slept in, but it's not because I've, I've tried to fix it. And I need to go to my doctor. I j- you just hate to. You hate to admit that you're not doing good again. 
and you hate the possibility of the medicines and the side effects and all the troubles that it can that it, that it feels like it's going to be but some good stuff is going on around me like i said i mean i'm i'm i was happy about vacation it was tiring but uh i got to ride the mummy you know which uh like 15 times which was great it's a great ride uh the hulk a few times which is great spider-man transformers you know all the rides that, that, that you do universal was great for my kids because you know one's going into middle school one into high school 11 and 14 and it was just it was hitting them right where they lived it was just they were in awe i mean the harry potter worlds are great we're all big fans here of the of that uh universe and and um the creativity that goes into it uh even though we didn't spend that much time there because three quarters of the park population is in hogsmeade and um Diagon Alley, which are the two areas. But we did ride the train and they got butter beer and stuff like that, which isn't really beer. It's just something that they charge $7 a glass for. But uh, my kids just got back from an AIM trip. Um, in our church denomination, AIM trips are uh, little missionary trips for teenagers to get, get their feet wet to missions because missions is very important to the AG, um, as I'm sure it is to all denominations, but especially ours because, uh, they push it all the time. <laughs> so, uh, but the funny part was the camp, though it was about 30 minutes away, um, did a lot of their outreach at my church because <laughs> our church is an inner city church. And so my kids go to a camp to do outreach, to come and do outreach at the church we do outreach at. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, Jenna's doing volleyball camp this week. And um, I'm proud of her because last week was a, the AIM camp and she also had uh, previously scheduled soccer camp. She loves soccer. It's her favorite sport. But there was a conflict, and she really wanted to do both. And and we were going to try to make it work. Like, she would go to the AIM trip, stay there for a certain amount of time. We'd go pick her up and do volleyball camp from 3 p.m. to – or 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and then take her back. But then she realized she'd be missing out on a lot, and she just made a decision, and she – she went the church route, you know, to the aim trip and, and she worked and sweated and, and, and had a blast. Um, uh, and she, that's why she's doing volleyball camp. It's not her favorite sport, but they transferred the money and the, and the little spot that she had over to the next week. The school was great about it. And so she's been doing that this week. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of her. She's doing good stuff. Me and Jay just sit around the house. We've, we've been playing Super Meat Boy together. Um, it's not a multiplayer game, but it any any game like that, platformer-wise, can be uh, a game if you play Round Robin, which is passing the controller back and forth. So we have a deal where if you die three times on the level, you have to pass the controller along to the other person. And then whoever beats the level has to pass the controller to the other person. 
And if it's a super long level, then we say the deaths don't count until you get to this certain point that we're all getting to. And, you know, we, we switch it up and, and make it fun. And uh, he he had just come down and said he wanted to play, and I told him I had to record. And I, I needed to. I needed to do this. Because um, I worry. I worry about my boy. Not that he worries me. I just worry about him. Because, no, I don't know, being a father to a daughter seems easy and automatic and instinctual. But being a father to a son... I don't have an example. Well, I do, but they're all negative and they're all bad. And we're so alike. I mean, he is just like I was when I was his age. And my stepdad hated everything about me at that age. And so deep inside, there's a part of me that despises some of the things that he does because I was taught that they were wimpy or backward or um, sissy. He liked to call me sissy. I actively work against that to allow him to be younger than his age. If he wants to be to read to him, if he wants to be read to, to pray with him at night, when I put him to bed, even though he's going into sixth grade. Because I was young. I was still collecting toys in high school. And I'm sure if my mom and stepdad had still been married at that point, he would have made fun of that. But secretly, I was just a big nerd geek person who loved the Ninja Turtles and wanted to recreate battle scenes on top of my dresser. And repaint the characters to look like they came out of the comic book. Um, so I want my son to to have that same kind of um, freedom. To be who he is and to feel okay about that. And to grow up the way I was meant to grow up. But never did. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I did grow up eventually, and I think I turned out pretty good considering. Uh, but I, I like to see what I would look like without all the crap that I went through. And that's what Jay represents. Um, but my wife said something really awesome the other day. Like I said, I read to him every night for about an hour. Because I, I struggle, like I said, with Jay, because I feel like I'm never spending enough time with him. I'm not the sports guy. I'm not the camping guy. I'm a video game and movie guy. And so we play uh, Castle Crashers and we play Stick Fight and we play video games together and Meat Boy and, you know, that kind of stuff. But she said... You know, you always tell me you're worried you're not spending enough quality time with him. She said, you reading to him every night is huge. He loves it. And she's right. Um, right now we're reading. We, we finished uh, whatever the Triwizard Tournament 
book was, The Goblet of Fire, uh, Harry Potter. And now we're reading um, the one with Dumbledore's army in it. I think it's called The Order of the Phoenix. And we're almost halfway through. And Professor Umbridge is just up to no good. You know how that is. You, you thought you hated Voldemort. You thought you hated Snape. But the, the person you hate the most in that book series is that woman. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, 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 the reason I bring all that up is the stepdad part of me is going, why isn't he reading it this himself? He's a grown boy. He can read. He could do this. And I have to shut that down because that's bullcrap. He reads all the time. The boy reads books all the time. He, he loves going to the library. But he wants me to read to him. And I enjoy it. And it's our time together. And so, like I said, good things are going on all around. Um, but they do take energy. I've, I've, I've told you about spoons. It's a, it's a thing depressed people say, say you start off the day with a certain amount of spoons and everything you do, whether it's a good thing or a, or a draining thing takes a spoon. So if you have a birthday party and you enjoy the crap out of yourself, it still takes emotional energy. And you can feel drained and dead and negative after something like that, you know, because of all the social interaction and the expectations and, you know, just everything. Um, and uh, so reading before my wife said anything didn't feel like a positive. It felt like I was coddling. It felt like and afterwards I didn't have any happy feelings about it. But now, it's it's a lot better. Now it's it's something special. Because I got to see it through a healthy person's eyes. So maybe that's a little G-OK for somebody out there today. If you feel like your life is crap, ask somebody else how they see you. Somebody healthy. And believe what they believe. Because you can't believe, you can't trust yourself. Um, I've been dieting. I'm on the keto diet. It's, I was going through imager, which is a, a questionable <laughs> a source of entertainment to be sure. Um, but every now and then I find something inspirational and there's a lot of memes that have to do with depression. And I like to save those and read through them later and hear from people that are also struggling and, you know, trying to trying to find humor in the middle of the pain is is a big part of surviving it. But one of the things every now and then somebody will post up the their before and after pictures of how they used to be 200, 300 pounds and now they're, you know, a lot thinner and they were on the keto diet, which is basically means no carbs or very little carbs. And you it's a scientific thing. It's not a fat, I mean, it's probably a fad diet. I'm not, I mean, all, aren't, aren't all diets ultimately fads unless you're just eating less calories. Uh, 
but it but it's a diet that was created by doctors or scientists or something to help people lower their blood sugar and so it actually does work and it does put your body into a fat burning mode as as a side effect um and it has been working i've been doing it a little over a month i guess and i've been very uh faithful I haven't cheated uh, you're allowed to have up to like 25 carbs a day. And most of the time I have none that I know of anyway. Um, and I've, I've lost, uh, around 13, almost 14 pounds so far. So again, some good stuff going on. Just, uh, not able to feel very good about it. I, it does feel good when you get on the scale, but I, I bounce so much. I, I should only get on the scale once a month. I mean, once a month, once a week. But I get on there every day and I type my total into my phone and it bounces. And, you know, I, I should not do that because it does move. It I, I could eat, you know, a couple of hamburgers for dinner, uh, and I mean just a hamburger. That's <laughs> all I get. I don't get the bun. I don't get the ketchup. It's just mustard or uh, I don't even get barbecue sauce. It's it's just certain things that don't have sugars in it, you know. Um, but I could eat that and add a half pound in my body just in food weight, you know, pre-cooked, I guess. So maybe a quarter pound. I don't know. And then I get on the scale and I'm like, oh, this isn't working. But on my tracker that's on my phone, I am, and I have lost, I am losing and have lost, you know, almost 14 pounds. So in the big picture, you know, I'm doing great. But day to day, you know, I'll, I'll be as low as one, uh, 272 0.6 and then it'll bounce up to 274.5 and then it's back down again to 273 point something and uh it it seems like i'm not making uh, progress but thank god i'm using this app because the app keeps track of all of it and and though my little progress line seems like it's bouncing up and down quite a bit it is bouncing up and down lower and lower and lower so, uh, I, I should have taken measurements too, because I swear my pants are, are, are easier to put on, easier to buckle. My belt has definitely gone up a slot or two already. And, um, I mean, I'll just share you. I started at 286, so almost 300 and I'm down to 270, I'll say three. Just right now. So I've I've got a good hundred pounds to go. But um I can I can do this diet because though it is restrictive in what you eat, what you get to eat is good stuff. So, you know, for snack I'll have a bite of jerky or I'll have a handful of peanuts or I get some blackberries. Or for breakfast I have uh, plain yogurt with sweetener and blueberries and my wife makes me keto muffins sometimes and 
uh, which is made with like coconut flour and almond flour, which is good. It's good stuff. It tastes good. And the best part is I'm not starving. That's what sucks so bad about dieting and skinny people just don't understand is when you're a big, heavy person, you're a big, heavy person because you're hungry and you eat. And when you're, when you're full, you don't eat, you, you stop. And if we were full at the same time you were, we wouldn't be fat. And so therefore, when we try to diet, we starve. I mean, it's all you think about is, is you're hungry all the freaking time. And it's so difficult. Well, I'm not going to tell you to go do the keto diet. Um, especially, you know, like they say, all the disclaimers, go talk to your doctor, blah, blah, blah. I don't know that it works. I don't know whatever, but it's working for me. And I've been able to, um, eat and, and to be satisfied. And I think because I'm eating meats and because I'm eating less carbs, I'm getting fuller, faster. I'm eating less overall, but I'm not hungry. And that has been the best part. And the part that's always killed me about other diets is being stinking hungry all the flipping time. And finally, you just can't handle it anymore. And you, you break down and you eat. But when I'm hungry now, I just go and eat what I'm supposed to eat. And it's good. And it's free. I mean, I, I've had to change how I shop a little bit. But I'm not paying somebody to deliver me meals and things like that. So... You know, uh, it's free as far as uh, we were still buying. We were already buying food. You know, they're probably buying a lot less now. But um, Narthex Con was something that happened since, uh, you know, matter of fact, the last episode of GOK was Narthex Con and it was a question and answer. And it was pretty entertaining. I enjoyed the the Q and a session. And I loved that my wife got involved and I loved that my son wanted to be on the Q and a, he, he, he was upset because he was the only one he didn't, he didn't say it, but you could just tell he was like feeling left out. He was the only one in the family, not on the panel. And I want to be on the panel. And I was like, okay, come on, we'll pull up a chair and we'll share a microphone. And then the boy didn't say anything the entire time. And afterwards, Cause he, he's not, he's a man of few words. He'll talk your head off when he knows you, but he's not going to, you know, just come out and start talking at you when he first meets you. Um, but after it was over, he's like, I thought it was going to be really basic questions that would have yes or no answers. <laughs> so he didn't know really what a, what a Q and a was. So, um, cause I asked him, I'm like, why'd you want to be on there? If you didn't say anything, God, I thought it would be very simple answer. <laughs> so I don't know if he thought it was a contest, uh, like a true or false quiz. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, Narthex con was great. Um, if, if you're completely clueless of what I'm talking, what I'm talking about, it was, it was just a meetup that we had. Um, and I made it on a national level and just asked people to come and folks did. And we had about 30 people that showed up for a live recording of red school bus and that story show. And, uh, we did giveaways and we had t-shirts and swag bags and it was like a little mini convention. And that's why I gave it a name Narthex con. And I got to meet some great folks and put some faces with some great names. And, uh, there was even, 
kids there and 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 um, middle schoolers that were there that, that you know listened to the show and so I picked on them and had fun and it, it was just it was really delightful and um, we were helped out quite a bit by um, I mean my wife she helped my kids put together the swag bags my daughter made cookies to put in them um, they organized all the t-shirts and what sizes went to who and put all the name tags together on the bags and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was just, it was really, it was really fun and really great. Uh, we're going to do it again next year if, if the podcast survives <laughs> and I don't say that predictively, I say that tentatively, like I hope I'm still in, in a case, uh, in a place where I can still podcast in a year. Hopefully I'm getting better. Just like, just like the, the weight loss thing. I should track my moods and see on the big picture, even though there's ups and downs, is it progressively going up or is it progressively going down? Because it feels like it's going down, but I'm definitely better off than I was five years ago. So, I don't know. Maybe I should. I'm trying to get refunds on the coasters that I sent out to all the patrons and people that signed up to support the show um, because they warp when they get wet. <laughs> That's uh, this is this is falling under podcast updates. I've I've kind of started using show notes to help me fill in content for this uh, podcast because it's it's hard to just sit and talk about yourself and your life without some sort of uh, structure. So uh, underneath that category is I'm trying to get refunds on coasters because they warp. Um, I got them from um, Overnight Prints, which is a great company. They have served us well, both in ministry and other other places. Um, they're just great. They're great service. Uh, they've grown a lot over the years from a smaller company. Um, but their coasters warp when they get wet and you can't use them. They harden, they dry and harden in a warped shape. And, uh, I, I sent them a message and they said, well, we need photographic evidence. And I sent them a picture of a warped <laughs> coaster and I haven't heard back. So it's not likely that I'm going to get my money back, but, um, I, I feel terrible because I sent all these out to, to people People were excited to get them, and I spent a lot of money, you know, uh, mailing them out, and a lot of energy. It, it, it's, it's a lot of energy to do a mass mailing, and and then you know, if, hopefully people aren't using them because if you do, they're gonna warp, and that's that makes me look bad. So I'm trying to rectify it. Is if they will give me my money back, I'll go to another company and spend it there and uh, think of a good excuse to send coasters out to people. So, um, as far as movies go, I've uh, not been watching a lot of movies, been playing Minecraft. Some people might want to know what I've been playing. Well, I played a lot of stuff, I played uh, Skyblock. Um, it was all modded stuff. So matter of fact, I'll pull it up. 
No, I can't on this computer. This is the podcast computer, not the gaming computer. But um, Skyblock Plus, I think it's called. It's a it's got a mod pack or mod pack in it that uh, allows for a bunch of stuff. And then I played Sky Factory Four for quite a bit and got pretty high up on that one. And then I moved over to Sky Odyssey. Um, and I played two games of that like i started over and i played by myself and i got as far as i could with my knowledge of minecraft and modded minecraft and then i got on with direwolf 20 on youtube and played along with him but then his cut off kind of quick no that wasn't sky odyssey it was sky factory 4 and then i switched over to uh sky odyssey and i did the same thing i played by myself I, and I got to a certain point and then I started following along with a, another player on YouTube and it totally, I, I kept my same world and just kept doing the stuff he was doing and I learned a lot and um, it was a lot of fun, but ultimately uh, it's just a big distraction and it's a way to not feel like total crap all the time. And ultimately, I'm not getting anything really accomplished. It's like I said, it's an accomplishment simulator. Uh, and I love Minecraft. There's nothing wrong with Minecraft. But it, the place it was serving in my life was an accomplishment simulator. It was making me feel like I was getting things done when I wasn't getting anything done. And there's things that need to be done around here. Um, my wife has been great, though, because... She's the one that got us to clean out the basement. She's the one that got us to tackle the backyard the other week. We had some trees that were bent over from a storm, from the snow. And uh, she got me to tie them back up straight. And uh, we thought we were going to have to get rid of them. Um, we did a bunch of trimming and throwing out of, of weeds and uh, overgrown stuff. Because, I'll be honest, I don't keep up with it. Um, like I should, but it looks really good back there. And, and I, I was able to work. I'm not, you know, it's just the motivation part and the energy part. It just takes so much out of me. <sighs> I wish I was just lazy because then I could, I got I feel lazy, but it's not, it's not that because lazy people don't want to do anything. I want to and can't. Not without a lot of pain, not without a lot of tears. Uh, I saw Endgame. It's been a while. It's kind of, you know, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, so you have to hear about Endgame. I won't spoil it or anything, but it was really good. Um, I haven't seen anything else, though. I haven't seen Spider-Man. I want to see that. I haven't seen Toy Story 4. I want to see that. I haven't even started watching Stranger Things. I'm just not in the mood to watch television right now, I guess. I went through a movie phase right before the um, Minecraft phase. But I haven't, uh, haven't done anything since then. Uh, the thing... Um, that made my day, though, this uh, past week. Other than my wife telling me that my son and I are spending quality time together when we 
know, that I'm doing my duty, that I'm doing right by him when we read. Um, my son has a little desk in his room, and it's all cleaned off. He recently cleaned his room, and, and uh, I didn't even notice it for a couple of days. But there was there's a note. Um, he's got a little magnet board, you know, that's the back of the desk or whatever against the wall. And there's a little note that says, uh, it's just thanks. I don't remember the exact wording, but it's basically thanks for reading time, dad. And, um, he set up the couch. He has a couch in his room cause we got, we got new furniture a while back and he ended up with a little love seat in his room and I sit on that and, um, uh, he came down one time and he told me, I got a surprise for you, but don't get your hopes up too much. I'm like, okay. And so when I get up there for reading time, he's got extra pillows on the couch. He's got a sheet rolled up in case I get cold. He said, um, he pulled a chair up and put a towel on it and then put a cup and a, and a, one of my sodas next to it in case I wanted a drink. And even even with all that, I didn't get that he was thanking me and showing me how much it meant to him. So thank God for healthy people like my wife who can show me how how sweet he was being and how meaningful that that, that our time together is. And that's why I hate hate depression like the devil because it robs you of those moments and if you don't have somebody around to clue you in you just totally that kind of stuff just bounces right off of you i i thought it was neat but i didn't get it i didn't get what what was being done for me that there was a deeper meaning because i was just thinking of it as a task that i had to do So that's our quality time. And for for now, I'm going to hold on to that as something I'm doing worthwhile. I'm not completely a loser. I'm podcasting. I'm reading to my son. I'm taking my daughter to volleyball camp. And I'm going with my wife on vacation. I'm not as excited about any of those things as I should be, but at least I'm doing them. So, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it for today. I hope uh, somehow you've enjoyed this show. <laughs> Feel free to reach out on any of the topics that I've discussed, and especially if you're struggling. Um, I'm not a person that has a lot of great advice or anything, but if you just want somebody to dump on, um, I, I will read your wall of words and, uh, and you will be heard. You don't have anybody else. Um, and you don't have to, I don't want to ruin that story show and red school bus and we're both right for anybody. I don't want you to be listening to those stories thinking, oh, he's aching inside. I'm not during those times. I don't know. It's like a switch goes on and, and I, I get this energy, this life, this, this boost of serotonin and it's all real, you know, 
It's it's not me faking or or acting. I'm not capable of it. I don't have the energy for it. Um, those are real and legit times and moments and and truly happy times. But uh, it's just the prep. The preparation is the struggle. That's the work. That's the part that always feels like it's looming over me is you've got to prep for a show. And with GOK, I, I, it's a different kind of deal, isn't it? You know, it's, it's not a comedy show. It's just a journal and it's, but it's, but you still want to be entertaining for some reason. And you guys keep telling me you, you, you're not here to be entertained. You're, you're here. I, I don't know. What do you say? You say, uh, you just want to hear this side of me or whatever. And somehow, somehow you find it inspirational. Um, and it helps me. I mean, you heard me at the beginning. I was saying I didn't do anything worth a crap. And now here at the end, I'm saying, well, I do a few things worth a crap. And there is some joy to be had. And my phone is ringing. Professional podcasting. And with that, I will say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to my depressed podcast. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Um, I just want to leave you with a couple of things. First, a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny, a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny, a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny. That's a lot of cash. And I also want to say thanks to Zane Estrada, Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, um, for their patronage and their support on Patreon. If you would like to support the show, it's uh, it's possible to do such a thing monthly at patreon.com slash GOK. Uh, Till next time, this is James Kennison, and uh, this has been Gospel Kennison. Peace. (laughs) 